G'day, another Blue Black Podcast, episode two. Uh, today we've got an awesome guest, Mr. Kill Kelly, the year 11 dean. Is this, is this your third post- podcast? It is my first podcast, yep. Right. So we've got a lot of, a lot of cool questions, a lot of, we're going to dig, dig deep today, learn some history about Mr. Kill Kelly. Um, so you went to the school? This, was this sure did, f- yep. Th- this, this is your first high school? You didn't go to any No, 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 pro? from here, from 94 to 98. Wow, Ooh. all right. And you, you enjoyed it? Loved it. Yeah. Well, what was your highlight, highlights? Talking a few years ago now, Um, I guess probably probably one of the things that when you look back on it is just is more not necessarily individual things, but is looking back at your mateships that you've had that developed at at or through high school, I guess, and now you know twenty odd years later. Those guys are still my closest friends. So still, not, you still you still got mates that you went head back. Basically, my closest mate, uh, my closest friend group are all still my my schoolmates. That's awesome. So yeah, so it's in terms of individual highlights. There's you know there's a few, um, but the biggest you know I guess the biggest one on reflection is is the mateships and the relationships that you that you create through through the school. Cool. Um, what was your favourite subject in school? What was your top subject? PE would have been my top subject. Um, yeah. And I guess that's what inspired me to to become a teacher. I was actually, before I was a maths teacher, I was a PE teacher for 10 years. Yeah. So PE definitely number one. Um, economics and French would be the other two that were, that were probably right up there. Really? Um, French is probably my biggest regret of school <laughs> because I stopped doing it. Um, it was just... For some reason, at the end of year eleven, I did pretty well, um, but then just didn't really see a future in it, which was a shame because mm-hmm. I look back on it now, having spent so many years overseas, and to have a second language would have been really, really cool. But yeah, I decided to uh, to stop it after year eleven. It's as I say, it's one of those things. I look back on it and think, wish I didn't do that. Right, um, and obviously the school has changed quite quite a lot since back when you were a young lad at the school to now. In fact, as we speak, we've got construction around the corner. We've got new buildings coming up. Uh, how, how much has the school changed since you were a young lad at CBHS? I guess physically, yeah, the school's it's going under a, uh, a massive transformation. Um, the buildings out the back of, uh, of the main block are obviously all gone. So when I first started here, I, you know, that was the maths block that I... Um, yeah, that's all. So that's all been bowled over. The science blocks gone, or the sorry, the chemistry and languages blocks all gone. Um, all of a sudden, there's classrooms that have sprouted up on the tennis courts and out on the out on Straven Road. So, in terms of a physical transformation, absolutely massive. And you know, come the end of this year, start of next year, it's going to be an amazing place to to be a student and to be a teacher. You know, the the facilities that we're going to have are going to be incredible. Um, in terms of changes amongst the boys. Yeah. Very few. Very <laughs> few. There's honestly you come in and I can pick out the group the same groups that when I was at school, so you had the, the rugby heads, the, the skaters, the academics. They're all still change. here. Nothing's changed. Right. So you can you come in, I can spot me from twenty years ago, twenty five years ago. I know which ones were me, I know which ones were my friends, I know, you know, this guy here is the He's the the rugby head. This guy here's the the one that nobody messes with. They're all they're all still here. So in terms of in terms of how, I guess in terms of how boys have changed, 
there's been very little. The only difference is all of you have got phones on the end of your hands now. But uh, mm, yeah. no, there's absolutely no change there. It's great. So what sort of like extracurricular stuff were you doing when you were at school? Like so, what? Uh, also, when I was a junior, I got a little bit into drama. Yeah. Um, nothing too major. Um, but same as most of most of my year group, rugby, cricket, um, played in the senior softball team. Um, but it was it was just rugby and cricket the whole way through. I was never a superstar, mm. um, but loved playing it. So continued doing it for for every year. And um, you know, you talk about like the groups that you see all around. What what group were you a part of when you were back? <sighs> oh, what group school? was I a part of? I was. Uh, the, the sporty academics, I guess you'd call it. So we weren't, none of my friends were high flyers in terms of first 15, first 11, et cetera. We're all reasonably smart. Um, so we, were, we certainly weren't that uh, that popular, cool rugby head group. Uh, we were that, I guess, that group that, I don't know, I don't, don't think we ever aspired to be that rugby head group, but we were certainly just somewhere that. Somewhere in between. That, yeah, somewhere in yeah. between. I'd yeah. say that's exactly what we were. Yeah, cool. Yeah, just enjoying it, having a good time. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. So you're like, what happened when you came out of school? You know, you're out of the routine of like showing up every day. What was your sort of thought on what to do? So I I always had it in my head that I was going to go to university. Yeah. Um, so yeah, first year of school, got through, got through school fine, got all my university entrance bursaries, that kind of thing. And then so I went to Lincoln. First year out of school to do a Bachelor of Commerce, um, which didn't really work for me. So I found that uh, university lifestyle was, it was good. In fact, it was a little too good. I enjoyed myself a little bit too much and my my marks reflected that. So I took took a year out and just had to think about what I wanted to do. worked out commerce wasn't really something that, that I wanted to pursue as a career. So you, so you went to university thinking you wanted to do this yep. and then yep. hit so the pause button and went back and rethought. Precisely. Right. That's exactly it. So I had a I had a part-time job that quite easily turned into a full-time job. So oh, I spent right. a year just doing, well, delivering milk. So I was driving <laughs> a milk truck for a year. Um and it was kind of using that year as a as a a year, I guess, of reflection and thinking, what actually is it that I want to do with my life? Um, and that's when I decided that teaching was for me. So, a few things, you know, talking to a few people and thinking about teachers that I'd had um, and the impact that they had on me. And that was yeah, that was decision made. So I applied for uh, for teachers college the next year, and the rest is history. Cool. So you, so you talked about the groups. And now that you're a teacher, being a young lad and now being a teacher, you would have come back and you would have gone and had a lot of advantages being a teacher because you know how school works and how people think. And so do you think that being being a student at this school and then coming back and teaching at this school has given you an advantage? Um, yes and no. I guess, yeah, yeah, you know the way the school Works and you 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 know the the expectations of the school etc etc it's you know, it's it's a unique place in terms of you know if you think about where I was when I was overseas for instance the standards and the expectations were quite low and it was it was just about well, surviving every day basically whereas coming here I know through through my history of being here that the expectation is so much higher and so it's you know I, I guess in terms of ex, uh, in terms of 
advantages, no, I wouldn't say there's any. It's it's more just familiarity more than anything. Right. But yeah, you know, it is also you know, well over twenty years ago since I started here. So thing things progress but the core values, I guess, of the school are still exactly the same, and so that's probably the only advantage to it. So, and that, and obviously, uh, there's still probably 15 teachers here who who taught me. <laughs> so it's it's been nice to catch up with them. But again, I wouldn't say that's an advantage. That's just something that's nice. Right. So, like, what made you want to come back and teach here? Like, what what was the motivation behind that? So, oh, good song. 1994 that one was I remember that yeah. from my year 9 dances oh, that's a really good song <laughs> um, what made me want to come back here look I, I loved the school you know so going through here I loved I loved everything about it I loved you know the traditions the values the high expectations the friendships that you formed through going to Christchurch Boys um, and it has stood me in really good stead over my life um, when the opportunity came to uh, to apply for a job here I got really excited about it I thought yeah I'll give that a go and you know see what happens and hopefully hopefully being an old boy was enough to uh, to get me in luckily I think it was a wee bit more than that but you know at the end of the day I was I was overseas when I applied I had an interview with Mr Hill over Skype and I was lucky enough to get the job and haven't looked back since. Cool so during school you would have picked up a lot of skills and a lot of a lot of new friendships like you mentioned before. What do you think was the number one important skill or life lesson you learnt be, uh, coming to Boys High? Ooh, jeepers, that's a big one, Ezekiel. Um, I would say perseverance. Perseverance. So perseverance, and I think perseverance relate, relates quite closely with, uh, no, it's not the word I'm looking for, but I guess in terms of sticking to a task and just making sure that you complete it to the best of your ability. And we, I was lucky enough, I had a lot of teachers who could see if what I'd produced wasn't up to what I'm capable of. Um, and they they encouraged me to, to make sure that I was working to the best of my ability. And if there was something, that, if there was a challenge that was put in front of me to persevere through it as opposed to just give up. So I guess with, with perseverance comes resilience. And I think those two t- those two skills are you know for any youngster uh, they're so important. I, th- I do think that's one of the things my teachers instilled in me. Perseverance. Mm. So, what do you think? Like the qualities, um, like as a teacher, are the most important to sort of yeah instill into your students. Yep. Um, well, I th- yeah, I think that's probably one of the big ones. Is, yeah. is perseverance and resilience. I think there's, there's too often we we come across something that's that's difficult, so we put it in the too hard basket. Mm. And if we do that, we don't really experience that feeling of of overcoming something that was tough, which is one of the best feelings in the world. Um, so in terms of in terms of skills that we want to try and instill into the young people, it's that would to me would be one of the big ones that respecting. Respecting traditions, respecting values, respecting people around you, respecting your environment, just so important as you go on, not just through school, but as you go through your life. Mm. So, cool. So, so that being said, if you had five minutes with your younger self at school, what would you have to say to him? <laughs> just five minutes. Five minutes. If I only had five minutes with him, I would say. 
I would say don't worry about what other people think about you. Right. I would say don't feel that you need to be part of the crowd who are doing whatever they're doing. And it, if uh, – what am I trying to say here? If, some, if you're doing something that doesn't make you happy but you're doing it because you feel other people – it makes other people happy, then why, why are you doing it? Right. Have a think about yourself and have a think about the direction you're going in. And if this isn't what you want to be doing or if this makes you uncomfortable or whatever, just because you think it's going to make you more popular, then think about who you're hanging around with. Hmm. Um, what sort of has been the hardest part about teaching here? Like, what's been the times where you've really wished you were back driving that milk truck? <laughs> <laughs> I guess in my role, you see, you do see some, or go through some pretty, you know, some pretty harrowing stuff, mm. and you see what some people are going through, and trying to put yourself, not necessarily put yourself in their shoes, but at least. Empathise with them, sympathise with them. Some of the, some of these boys, and you know, it makes you, it makes you open your eyes to what goes on in the real world. Mm. Um, and it's times like that where you do you go home, you, you're quite upset. Um, you don't you don't want these guys to be going through what they're going through. Um, and it is times like that where you see the guy driving the Meadow Fresh truck, and you think that's that's not going to be that stressful. That'd be quite nice, <laughs> but. At the end of the day, I love it, and you know, if, if I can do something to help somebody who's going through some some kind of hardship, that's great. That's that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here to do. So, cool. you know, if if the only hardship people are going through is not having any milk, then it's not that big a deal. But, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so there are times where you look at it and go, oh, "My goodness, what am I doing?" But the good times are far, far. Well, the good times far outweigh the the tough times. That's for sure. Cool. So when when you were a young lad at CVHS, who was your favourite teacher and why? Oh, uh, I can tell you that one quite easily because I sent him an email quite a few years ago. So Mr. Thomas, right. Barry Thomas, was uh, actually the reason I became a teacher. Oh, really? So, and so I remember sending him an email probably in about 2007-ish just to, just to tell him that. Um, and the reasons for that were really simple, just – Heck of a good guy, heck of a good teacher, but he just showed interest in us. So it yeah. wasn't it wouldn't have just been me that he showed interest in, but I remember my very, very first day of school, um, his his son's my age and we went to primary school together. And I left that primary school in what must have been primitive two, so yeah about year year six or year seven. Uh, no, sorry, year two or year three. And he still remembered me. And it was it was it was amazing. So we were sitting down there. He was calling up the role on the first day, and he says, "Oh, Chris Kelly, I remember you. You went to Roydvale with Steve." And straight away, it was just one of those things. That I was like, "Wow!" You know, it's, it doesn't seem like a lot, but straight away, I thought that's that's amazing. Yeah, and then ever since then, you know, we talked and talked, and you know, he just got along really well. I was lucky enough that he taught me four of the five years that I was here. Mm. Um, yeah, and so in terms of in terms of favourite teachers, that's he was definitely the most inspirational. Yeah, totally. Um, I was thinking, sort of, is that sort of part of the reason why you teach is to be able to sort of inspire um, students to you know maybe like look up to you and oh, motivate them and look. If it thing? happened, it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
you know, it's. I don't think you go out going, I want to be, I want every person to, to model themselves after me. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but I guess what you are hoping is that the way you act, the way you speak, um, your actions, uh, I guess they're what model what you think a decent human is. And if you can inspire somebody to be a decent human, and to be to contribute to society in a positive manner, or to do whatever, or to be a good family man, whatever it may be, then that's job done. Yeah, I'm not necessarily nice. hoping that every person at Boys High goes away and becomes a maths teacher, or a dean, or what have you. But what I am hoping is that what I teach them is more than just Pythagoras or trigonometry. Mm. It's more actually you can be a decent bloke. Yeah, and you can get along with everyone. As long as you've got those, you know, those boundaries that we talked about in place before. Yeah, that, cool. that's like super important. I yeah. think, yeah, those just basic human values. Mm. But um, anyway, it's been great having you around. Uh, second episode, first interviews. You've been a great guinea pig for our uh, <laughs> for our little experiment here. But uh, it's been great talking to you. No, appreciate it, guys. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, thank you. For, thank, thank thanks you. for giving the time. I no appreciate problem it. at all. Yeah, cool. All right. Cheers. Cheers, guys.